Good Monday afternoon to your family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. Join us today as we're discussing the scripture uh, in Jeremiah that talks about, you know, Abba having a plan and purpose for our lives. What does it mean for our lives? Is it really what we think um, it means? What lessons can we take from it for, for our everyday life? I hope you'll join us today let's go to god in prayer gracious god we thank you for this wonderful day we thank you for your infinite love and mercy that is ever before us we thank you for your grace that carries us we thank you for being the god that sustains us we thank you uh, oh god for your love your love is infinite your love is higher than the power of the grave your love never fails never gives up on us your love there's nothing that could ever separate us from your great love we thank you that we can carry it in our mind and our heart and our spirit and we can share that love to each and every one that we meet we take this moment in this space to to lift up the names of the families that are battling battling health challenges or the families that are battling the loss of loved ones we just ask you to strengthen those families and encourage them and comfort them during this time we uh pray and ask for your wisdom and guidance and healing for those that are battling health challenges. We pray for those families that are dealing with the fact that the children are going back to school, be it K through 12 or the parents that are trying to figure out school as it relates to the college kids and how that relates or graduate students. We just lift every care that we have before you. We lift those people that are looking for work and employment because during this pandemic, their job is closed and they're constantly sending out applications and hoping for employment or they have this business idea that they've been working on for a while. Oh God, we just ask that you help that business flourish, that you send the people, send the resources that are needed in order to to make it flourish and strengthen the business entrepreneurs and owners and those strengthen their hands and strengthen their mind and strengthen their feet so they can move in the directions that they need to go for those that are starting seminary or starting whatever it is that they're starting you are the author and finisher of our plans of our faith and we just set our mind and our heart and our being towards you and just sit in your presence seeking to commune with you seeking your wisdom seeking the answers that you have help us oh god help us today help us to continue to grow to grow in the knowledge and nature of who you are many of us have never known a love like yours a love that is brighter and gets better each and every day moment to moment many of us have never had a friend that's faithful and loyal and trustworthy and kind and compassionate as you we just thank you for being that we just thank you we have so much gratitude in our hearts for all that you're doing in us and through us help us to continue to grow and lighten our hearts open our mind help us with this lesson that we're learning today help us see the things that you're saying to to your people in jesus name we pray amen hope y'all having a good day today Like I said, we are discussing uh, Jeremiah 29, I believe it's 11. I I did some screenshots of it, so bear with me. Yep. All right. So we're looking at uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. 
It reads, for I know the plans. Turn with me or read it when you can. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. You know, oftentimes when we approach this scripture, many times, I include myself in it, uh, it's a security uh, blan- a blanket. And what I mean by that. I, when I say security blanket, sometimes I think of the Charlie Brown episodes where, you know, I can't remember which which character it was that had the blanket that he, I think it was Linus, had that blanket that he would carry everywhere. But, you know, if we're using that, that's a metaphor in itself. It, the security blanket is a metaphor. Um, then, And what I mean is when we, we, we apply that approach to Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, sometimes there's a tendency to think and believe and feel whatever the case may be, that God has a plan for me that is good. So clearly this suffering I'm going through will end soon and then my flourishing will begin. And I don't know if that's always, you know, what you know, what what you're thinking. I think in my own uh, preparation for this lesson today, I was thinking, have I ever thought that suffering would be immediately over? And I'm unsure that sometimes I wanted it to be completely, you know, immediately over. Sometimes I wanted the suddenly experience to happen but in my own life and experiences with Abba I know that when we think about you know the meaning and and the reality of time it often doesn't happen how I think that it would it just it just doesn't I mean think about it in the in scriptures you know when we were talking last week we were talking um in the lesson I was talking about the God who sees and I was the talk if, if you ever thought about it or read it in detail, when you're looking at the experience of uh Abraham and Sarah having a child, it's not like when Abba made that promise or God made the promise to Abraham that that promise happened immediately. And I was reading and I, and I tried to go back to it, but I've yet to be able to to go back to it is when I was reading that listen, there was another. Uh, link that was talking about the links between you know promises and how sometimes and you know with promises from God or just when you look at time if you will that there's sometimes large lengths of time um, that happen uh, between these verses that we're reading and I think sometimes in present day sometimes people have this expectation (laughs) there's that word again that if you know you're facing this situation and the experience the expectation you know well i know there's a plan and a purpose for this and we often think that it's going to happen immediately but that may or may not be the case you know and i don't have the ability to to foresee how long someone's experience is going to last um at all and i know i think everybody the commonality is everybody experiences times where you know we experience suffering or experience um things that are going on i don't think that that necessarily means all the time that Abba actually made it be that way. Trials and tribulations come to everyone. And I know that during those times when I think about some of the experiences that I've had in my own life, you know, what I wanted at the time was knowledge that it was going to turn out okay. And sometimes it did. And sometimes it, it, I won't say that it didn't turn out okay. It just didn't turn out how I would expect. 
and and maybe you know if I, I think about certain feelings that I had during that time you know I, I don't know I, I don't think I was always okay with it at that time eventually I got to the point where I was okay with it and what I'm I'm trying to ultimately say is when we look at this this uh scripture today you know God has a plan for me that is good so clearly this suffering I'm going through will end and soon and then my flourishing will begin the reality is that's not what you know God is promising to the Israelites and it's not what he's promising us either I often think of that uh, writer Lisa uh, Turkhurst who often talks about how there's seasons of our life where we where we just have to walk through it's hurtful it's painful and we have to walk through and I know we say that and you can read it in a, in a text but sometimes we're like I don't really want all that but that's that's just the reality of situations that we face and that's what comes to mind you know the context of this scripture is that the Israelites were in exile, a punishment from God as a result of their disobedience. The prophet Jeremiah confronts the false prophet Hananiah, who had boldly proclaimed that God was going to free Israel from Babylon in two years. Spoiler, spoiler alert, God didn't do that or doesn't do that. Jeremiah calls out Hananiah's uh, lie and then states the promise that we read in 29:11. God in, does indeed have a good plan for the Israelites and it is a plan that gives them a hope and a prospering future. That sounds good though, right? Yet the thing is before God shares his promise, he gives them uh the thing is before he shares his promise which I he would be um Jeremiah uh, he Jeremiah gives the people the directive from God that says, Seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. This is not at all what the Israelites had wanted to hear. They wanted to be told they, they were going home. They wanted to be told that their suffering was going to end. Instead, God's plan was for them to stay right where they were and to help prosper the nation that enslaved uh, them and then it is said the biggest blow of all in verse 10 God says he will fulfill this after 70 years are completed in Babylon write that down excuse me 70 years this meant that none of the that none in the current generation of Israelites would ever return to their home what a crushing thing to be told so the ultimate point is that yes of course you know God knows the plans that he has for us and ultimately he will give us a glorious future but as we walk our lives in earth let's remember that the best growth comes through persevering through trials not escaping them entirely and when we learn perseverance we find surprising joy and i think about that a lot because you know uh, when you think about the times that we're in right now 
of living through the experience of a pandemic and all of the different things that have occurred. You know, when I think about just in my own life, there have been some excellent things that happened. And then there have been some things that that weren't excellent, you know, as well. I mean, I think, you know, I never would have thought that during the pandemic, you know, I was going through the promotion and tenure process in my day job and I and I made it. I had applied to the to the PhD program and I got accepted. Yet I also thought that, you know, I'd be able to travel this summer and get to go to Montreal to to the jazz festival. That was, you know, a big trip that I had planned, you know, to be able to go on. And that's just that's just not how it is. I I never imagined that when they were first saying that um you know, people were going to have to stay home and working from home, that I would still continue to be working from home. Yet the plus side is in Illinois, you know, we're at a higher, you know, level of phase. It's instead of phase one or two, we're now at phase, I think it's four, phase four, <clears throat> and hoping, you know, to make uh, all of the changes and the progress that, you know, that is needed. And, and the other side is, I don't necessarily know what that's gonna look like. Yet, I still wholeheartedly believe that nothing that's going on in our life uh, in present time is a surprise, you know, to Abba. It's not like he's like, oh, I didn't know that. I just don't believe that. You know, I think, you know, the challenge and the experience is to have faith. The challenge and the experience is to trust his plan and purpose, even when we don't know how that's going to unfold. And then thinking about how when we look in scripture, how, you know, how, how many times, you know, when there were these promises that were said, the, the length of time that it took to, to obtain it, it wasn't always immediacy that was achieved. And I think that's often a challenge is when we're facing uncertainty, when we're facing times that we can't necessarily determine what's going to happen or it's it's something that we've never faced. I, I think about it this way. I was listening to a motivational speaker, excuse me, the other week that was talking about his belief in confidence was that people have confidence in the things that they've already done. Like if you've already had a successful semester in school, when it's the new semester that comes to, hey, you're pretty confident about this new semester that you're facing because you faced previous semesters before, whether they were good or bad or uncertain or you faced challenges, you know, or in your mind, you at least know how you handled it. But, and and and, and his belief, the, the um, speaker's belief was that that's what gave them the confidence. But what about when it's things that you've never faced before? When it's things that, you know, you didn't necessarily have a strategy and plan for facing, you know, this. Or what about, you know, how does that confidence hold up when it's you're you're living out your dream, you're working your dream job, you're starting your new business in the midst of this time and you're having to reimagine how it's going to work out and take it day by day, moment to moment millisecond to millisecond, even though you still do that if we were in a pandemic, but it just isn't a time that you ever thought that you would be in. What is it that we cling to during this? And when we think about that in the context of our verse today, it's important that we 
have hope, that we have faith, that we put our trust and anchor in the right thing. Not in the sense that there's some level of immediacy or some false hope that the suffering or the uncertainty or the, you know, in five minutes or next week or tomorrow, the pandemic will be over. But to really trust and have confidence in the hope that Abba brings in our relationships with him. That as we trust him and continue to walk with him, that he does have a plan and a purpose for our life, that he will talk with us, that we can ask questions of him and find answers. Or just walk with him and trust that, you know what, he knows the way. We just have to keep walking and keep moving. And I think that's the encouraging thing today to think about more than ever is that the hope and that we have isn't in the circumstances changing. The hope is in Abba, who never fails, who never gives up on us. Another way of thinking about that is I was reading a quote today that says, circumstances aren't always good, but God's purpose always is. Circumstances aren't always good. Circumstances are sometimes uncertain, unsure. But you know what? God's purpose always is good. Reframing, rethinking our situation, our experience. Another quote. I have to give you one because I think sometimes, you know, when we look at our lives moment to moment, you know, millisecond to millisecond. And I don't know where you might be, what you might be facing with in your life. I'm thinking about... You know, there are people that are facing difficult situations. I was saying during the prayer, there are families that I know that they're facing the loss of loved ones. I think of the Smiths and the Curtises and the Pools and, you know, whomever you, you are that are listening, you might have be facing or have faced loss that still sits with you. What are you clinging to? What's the hope? Are you clinging to the hope that doesn't disappoint? Are you taking comfort in knowing that Abba's promises will be there for us no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, no matter the experience that we are in? And that is the encouraging thing. Or the other idea that sometimes there won't always be a support system in place for us, meaning there won't always be people placed along the journey of our life to say, way to go, Chris, way to go, Joan, way to go, Aisha, way to go James they won't necessarily be there to say it and sometimes it's just you Abba and the vision that Abba gave you and your charge is to just keep going to just keep believing to just keep trusting in the hope that doesn't disappoint trusting in the plan in the purpose for your life trusting that Abba does not fail that Abba does not lie may that encourage your heart your mind and your spirit that's all I have for you today thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of encouraging your spirit uh, podcast family the next two weeks you have about three different choices for this podcast I will be having uh, surgery um, and I'm going to be all is well and all will be well. I've asked two very good 
friends. They're more mentors. They're mentors and friends. Um, my spiritual father and a good friend and colleague uh, in the in the faith, uh, Apostle Wallace. So they uh, will be sending me their um, audio files, and possibly the next two weeks you'll hear uh, their uh, guest host of Encouraging Your Spirit, whatever the Lord is laying upon their heart. Should that not happen the way that, you know, I think that it will, as far as them, their availability and their ability to get that in, if you're on SoundCloud, if you're on Stitcher, if you're on Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, there are 93, probably more than that. There are about nine, maybe 96 or 7 podcasts. You can click play and go back and hear a wide range of scriptures and discussions on varying topics. And I hope you do that. I love you. It'll never change. Please be sure to write the podcast. Let um, you know how you're doing, how you're feeling, how life is going with you. How's your journey going this year? I hope that you continue as we start this next day, next moment, trusting in the hope that doesn't disappoint, trusting and believing Abba's promises for you because Abba is for you. All right. That's all I got. I thank y'all for listening. You be blessed. Have a great week.